The Right Gear, Episode 8, all about AlphaSmart. And welcome to The Right Gear on Hologram Radio, a new podcast for writers that's all about the digital and analog tools we use to write. From computers and apps to pens and journals, this podcast explores them all. I'm your host, Kay Tempest Bradford, science fiction and fantasy author, freelance technology journalist, media critic, and lover of gel pens. In the last episode, I talked about the various tools that exist to block distractions so you can get more writing done. At the end, I mentioned the AlphaSmart, an inexpensive gadget many writers swear by. It's the ultimate distraction-free writing gear because it has no other function but storing your words. A couple of years ago, I met an author who loves this gadget even more than I do and who never passes up a chance to extol its virtues. Fantasy and romance writer Jennifer Stevenson is the author of The Hinky Chicago slacker demons and backstage boys series and the upcoming series co-ed demon sluts all of which she wrote using one of her five alpha smarts so jennifer a few years ago we were on a panel together at wiscon where we were talking about writing tools and you brought along with you your alpha smart and I was so happy to see that Alpha Smart because I used to use an Alpha Smart myself. And I was like, yay, other people who love the Alpha Smart. And, and you were like, this is my favorite writing tool. And you slammed it on the table to show how sturdy it was <laughs> and all sorts of awesome things. So I guess we'll start with where did you first learn about the Alpha Smart and how did you first start using it? It was 1999. I was at the RWA, Romance Writers America National Conference, the first one I ever attended in Chicago, my hometown. And uh, they had what we in science fiction would call a dealer's room. Alpha Smart had brought their earliest model, which since you're an Alpha Smart user from way back, you might remember, had stiff, stiff keys and a small screen that didn't show very much. Um, it was made originally for small children to learn how to use a keyboard and a computer. Here's the basic concept. The AlphaSmart is a keyboard. It restore, it stores keystrokes. It does not actually have very much software in there. So it's, it's like a text editor. It is so dumb that it will talk to, I don't know, Mac, PC, Linux, SunStation, you name it. Because it's just storing keystrokes. When you plug your AlphaSmart into your computer, the computer thinks you've added another keyboard. When you open a file, you open your word processing program, you plug in your AlphaSmart, computer says, ah, another keyboard. You open the file on your AlphaSmart, you press the send key, boom. A steady stream of your text starts appearing in a stream rather than boom all at once because, again, it's a keyboard the computer thinks you're typing really, really, really fast. The Neo, the AlphaSmart Neo, contains eight files, and they're hard. They're hard files. You know, you push a button to get into file one, and then you push another button to get into file two, a different button. So each file is capable of holding 200 single-spaced pages. You can fit a novel, an entire novel, easily on your AlphaSmart. That's the basic idea. 
And because of that, because of the fact that all it does is read to your computer as a keyboard, it's just it's compatible with anything as long as the actual hardware is compatible. The one sadness mm-hmm. of my life, my Alpha Smart, which I actually thought wasn't working because some batteries had corroded in it. But I took the batteries mm-hmm. out, put new batteries in. It worked just fine. Like this is how durable these things are. You'll have to picture me whacking my my Alpha Smart against my head. I often throw it on the floor in airports just to entertain the TSA people because they're fascinated. <laughs> they want they want to know what is this thing. But uh, I had to give it away because it was one of the earlier models that had a PS2 port for connecting Ooh. to the keyboard. And I no longer had a computer that had a PS2 port because those are older than the dinosaurs. I just never upgraded to the USB one, but they did make it. I just never upgraded. Oh, yeah. To it. You should get the Neo. Um, Alpha Smart no longer, of course, makes the original Alpha Smart. Lots of them, big lots, are sold off by schools uh, in batches to the resellers who furbish ah. them up, take out the old batteries, although they don't delete the files generally, which is kind of entertaining. And then they sell them off to you and me on eBay for 15, 20 bucks. I've bought five of them myself just because I have one upstairs and I have one downstairs. I have one in my car because you know what it's like when you're trapped in traffic or you're waiting for something and you need your keyboard. Oh, my God, I need my keyboard. That's true. And they're all incredibly inexpensive. You can get uh, an Alpha Smart that's not a Neo but still has the USB for mm-hmm. less than 30 bucks or less than 20 bucks in some cases uh, that I've seen yeah. on Amazon on, you know, and I hadn't realized, but it makes total sense that what it is, is, you know, schools selling off their old ones because they've moved on. But these things, they don't, they last a really, really, really long time. I have not broken or used one up yet. I've got, I've still got the one I used in 1999, although I've moved on because the really, the only difference between the original that you had and the Neo is that the Neo, the, the thing I didn't like about the original keyboard is it was stiff. You had to really poke with your fingertips, kind of pokey, pokey, pokey. It's like it's like a bike with training wheels. It's actually harder to ride after a while than a real bike. This thing, this, this is the sexiest keyboard I've ever used. And I used the NBI word processor back in the 80s, which stands for nothing but initials. The keyboard was laid out and designed by people who actually asked keyboard users to use and perfect their keyboard. And that was a damn nice keyboard. But the Neo is sexier. It's got a very soft, smooth touch. It's got a slightly bigger screen. You can adjust the size of the print on the screen down to like six or eight lines, which is nice because although it's a draft computer, you don't want to go back and edit. It's still nice to be able to go back a couple of lines. Honestly, it's the same machine as the AlphaSmart, but it's upgraded for grown-ups. You want the Neo. Get the Neo. For for people out there who are like, okay, it doesn't break. That's great. Acts like a keyboard when it's attached to your computer. But why in the world are you using the AlphaSmart to write things when we have computers and tablets and smartphones where we can write things? This has, um, I want to say, a seven inch wide, I could measure it, uh, screen. So it's much bigger than a little bitty thing. Uh, it's only six. It's got a full size keyboard. It's There's no internet. You know, if you take your Alpha Smart to a coffee shop, you are not going to blow off the day on Facebook by accident. You're not going to get distracted by email. No advertisements are going to pop up on it. It's a working writer's tool. It's, it's for somebody who's got to crank out 
thousands and thousands of words. If all you're trying to do is come up with, you know, text for an ad or, I don't know, compose your breakup email, not a problem. You can do that on your phone. This is, this is for people who really need to work and who are easily distracted and who never, ever want the battery to go out on them. You know, how many, I don't know about phones. I don't have a smartphone. I have a stupid phone. It's a slide. My husband has a flip. Yeah, his, his is coal fired. Mine is oil burning. Don't you have a problem sometimes when your phone goes out, your tablet runs out of juice, you have to be somewhere where you can plug it in? I can take with this to with me into the goddamn Amazon basin. And it, it runs on three AA batteries for apparently forever. I think I replaced the batteries in my 1999 one once, and then I upgraded to the Neo. And I, gave, I guess I replaced the batteries on my first one of those once. That was eight years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, and Long that's time. why the batteries in mine corrupted because I just left them in there because they, they didn't run out. So They just rotted? Yeah. <laughs> the batteries? That's sad. But uh, yeah, you replaced them yeah, and it, it worked, worked perfectly. fine, and, and it was weird because for some reason I thought that it, that it didn't work, but I think it was just an assumption I made because the batteries had corroded and, you know, exploded a little. And so, and I couldn't quite get at the contacts. I just assumed that it wouldn't work. But when I, I finally like dusted it off, it was sitting on the bottom of a shelf covered with dust and I like dusted it off and I was like, maybe let me try to see if I can revive this thing. And I put new batteries in it and it was fine. These guys were too smart. They built, they built a machine that lasted, you know, remember when machines right. lasted? That's why I'm still using Microsoft or, or um, WordPerfect for DOS because it keep, takes a licking and keeps on ticking. I, you can't break it. So with the Neo, um, the the screen is it's not LCD. It's like the the old school like LED. gray, black yeah, on LED. gray. It's black black on gray. On gray. Yeah. Uh, does that does that make it easier to use or harder to use in certain situations? Like obviously in the dark, you're not going to be able to use it. I do use in it dark. in the dark, but I'm a touch typist. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can. You know, you got there's a there's a reason why there's a little nub on the J key and the F key. That's for touch typists. Um, it's a skill that is probably the best skill I ever learned in my whole life. Yeah, I use it. I touch type in the dark. I, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I have an idea, I turn it on. I, I always have an empty file open. In the dark, I open it. I, I pick it up. I lay it on my lap in the dark, lying down. I'm lying down in the dark. And I turn it on because the on button is in the top left corner. It's already open to a file, and I start typing. Sometimes I'll pick up my alarm clock and push the buttons so the light comes on and make sure that I didn't, like, move my fingers over one and or, or hit the all-caps key. That I often do. I hit the all-caps key in the dark. And then when I, I upload it, I find, holy crap, there's eight pages in all caps. But worst-case scenario, um, yeah, you can do it in the dark. Because of the, the nature of the Alpha Smart, obviously you can't do much editing on it. You kind of just have to keep moving forward. It's not forcing you to move forward, but going back and editing things is really just such a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like that is the biggest advantage is that it just makes you keep just laying down words on the on the page or on the screen, as it were? I would say there are many advantages. That is one of them. Not not being able to draft to uh, edit is fabulous. The fact that it's super, super light. I mean, it's lighter than... Let's see, I've got a stapler here, and I've got the Alpha Smart. I guess it's twice as heavy as my stapler. It's just, it's under a pound. It runs, it runs on batteries from the drugstore, so even if I lose my cable for some reason, I, I can still use it, and I can 
put new batteries in and it's, it's, it's uses the dumbest cable in the world, the easiest to find cable. So it'll always fit into everything you plug it into. It's the ideal writer's tool. You know, I, I wanted, when I first heard about laptops, I wanted something that was under a pound that I could stick in my purse and, and, you know, would, didn't have to do anything fancy and, and this is it. It, there's just so many advantages to it. Why the reason why it's better than a laptop, better than a tablet. It keeps my nose to the grindstone. I can take it anywhere. It's incredibly durable. Uh, it's just indestructible. That's awesome. Is there anything that you feel like some amazing aspect of the Alpha Smart that you feel that we haven't covered that you're like, everybody should just go get this because X? You can't delete your work unless you hit the clear file button. And then it says, do you really want to do this? And you have to click hit yes. Um, you turn it on and it goes back to the place where you left it in the file where you were at the, the insertion point of your latest insertion. You can't lose your work by turning it off in the middle because the on-off key is the save key. It has a spell check. Uh, it has a find key. It has little applets, which I personally do not use because all I ever do is word processing. Um, the control panel will allow you to um, change spell check settings, and there's uh, you can print from it. Plug it into your printer, and you push the send key, and it prints directly to your printer. What can I tell you? It's adorable. It's my best friend. Aw, Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about your awesome Alpha Smart. You're welcome, and thank you for asking because. I always like to spread the word. And maybe if we get people to buy enough of the used ones, Alpha Smart will get a rush of good sense to the head and go ahead and start reproducing them again. Well, then we will just have to have all of our listeners go out and email Renaissance and say, hey, when are you bringing the Alpha Smart back? Especially if the Hemingwright can get funded. Yeah, the really? Alpha Smart can totally, can totally come back. Totally. Thanks again to Jennifer Stevenson for sharing her love of the Alpha Smart with me. You can find all of Jennifer's books on her website, www.jenniferstevenson.com, as well as articles and links to her social media profiles. If you're interested in finding and buying an Alpha Smart, head over to www.therightgear.com, that's W R I T E, and click on this episode. There you'll find links to reputable sellers of the machines, and by clicking on them, you can help support the show. At the website, you'll also find the Right Gear's Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, and Google Plus profiles, and a handy subscribe button. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or through the podcatcher of your choice via the RSS feed. And of course, you want to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode, which is all about fountain pens. I know some of y'all have been waiting for this one since the podcast got started, but I wanted to wait until I could get one of my favorite fountain pen nerds in for an interview, Richard Manning. Richard is a television writer and producer who worked on many, many sci-fi TV shows and movies, but you'll probably recognize his work from Star Trek The Next Generation and Farscape. So how do we get from spaceships to fountain pens? You'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. Until then, I'm Kate Tempest Bradford and... You'll have to picture me whacking my, my Alpha Smart against my head. The Right Gear Podcast on Hologram Radio is written and edited by yours truly and produced by Head Hologram Alex Knight. 
Our logo was created by Ashley Emma Onstott and made colorful by hologram Michael Norton. Our theme music, Kill Your Darlings, was composed by Steve Combs. <laughs>